0: Welcome to Digest and Invest, the podcast from eToro that brings you the top financial stories and discusses their effects on the markets. This podcast is for educational purposes and should not be taken as investment advice. Make sure you understand the risks involved in trading before committing any capital and never risk more than you're prepared to lose. Past performance is not an indication of future results. And now onto the podcast. Hi everyone, I'm Jen Holman and joining me is seasoned trader Henry Ward who has over 10 years experience in the markets. First in so, first Henry.
1: How have you found the week? Yeah, this week has been pretty good. We've had the likes of um, US dollar, which has been getting stronger. We have had um, GDP, which is has continued with a strength. We had we actually had a nice GBP CHF trade still running, where we're trading stronger GBP versus the weaker CHF, and uh, the likes of cryptocurrencies have been running quite nicely. So, um, it's been a good week all round.
0: Excellent. Well, you picked up on a couple of the topics that we're actually going to be discussing today. So let's start with indices then. So over the last quarter, they've seen, on the whole, a bit of a downwards trend. However, the European market seems to be moving sideways. What's going on?
1: Yeah. See, the indices market is, is is a strange one at the minute because we have the likes of the S and P and the Nasdaq, which are down between twelve and six percent, respectively. We have then the likes of the the China. A market which is down about eighteen to twenty percent as well. But if we look at the likes of the Dow, the Dow is actually up uh, one maybe two percent. And you have the likes of the European market, which is flat. For the likes of the, the German the German DAX, the French CAC, the FTSE, they're all pretty pretty flat. They're good. They're going nowhere. So this seems to be a bit of a drop across the across the US and and more so tech related.
0: And with the Dow seeing some signs of life, is that off the back of the $1.9 trillion stimulus package from the US government?
1: So no, not really. This is because that hasn't that hasn't been piled into the market as of yet. But what's after happening is that if we if we look into it, so the Dow, the Dow has been up. And if we look into the Dow, the Dow is is massively built up of financial institutions. And also then you have some airlines. And you also then have some travels. Okay, so you have the financial sector, which is doing pretty well, the likes of JP Morgan, the likes of Wells Fargo. So we talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the on the podcast. And anyone who, who jumped in on those, you're you've done very, very well over this, over that period of time. So over the last month or so, because they've all they've all continued to grow since the, the the podcast, since we talked about them. You have then the likes of the industry that was that was decimated by the pandemic. We now have a, a plan of, of getting out of lockdown. You have the U.S. is more so out of lockdown as well. You've only little states to where there's potential restrictions in there. Um, but some of the states, the restrictions have been absolutely lifted altogether. So... The thing is, is that we're slowly getting back to where we should be, which means then that the, the likes of the, the airlines, the, the travel agencies and all that they have, they, their stocks have also spiked as well over that time. So this drop that we're having is, is mainly tech. So which means then that the Dow has more or less been unaffected by it.
0: And then in Europe, so it's been a largely sideways trend, um, which has been kind of the main talking point. So as an investor, what does a sideways market actually mean?
1: So a sideways market for an investor is a market that's not actually going anywhere. It's moving sideways. It's not going up or it's not going down. And that's one of the things that we we sort of want to stay away from because if a market is moving sideways, we have to be a very, very good trader. We have to get in at the top and short it. And then when it hits the bottom, we then have to get out and then we have to buy it. So And that's one of the things with the likes of a sideways market is we have to make sure that we have our entries correct It's not really going anywhere. We have to monitor it all the time, and then we have to be able to jump in and jump out. But uh, I say most of them in the the, European indices are sideways, but we do have the the one exception that, which is the German DAX, and the German DAX is at a record high. What's happening
0: in Germany that's not happening, say, in the UK and other countries?
1: It's just one of the things is their economy has has coped a little bit better. And you also had with Brexit is that Germany worked out a little bit. Better. Even the whole way through the pandemic with the likes of Brexit, it was seen so that their, their country was going to benefit from it, whether there was a deal or no deal. Um, and that's why the likes of Germany has, has kicked on quite well. Well, a couple of days ago, it actually hit a record high. But again, it was pretty flat. And then it had a spike and this is what's happening with the likes of the european stocks is are they will tread sideways they will move sideways and then a spike so anyone who trades the likes of wedge shape patterns breakout patterns is european markets are have been really really good for you if you trade the likes of that that types of patterns
0: talking of another market which has seen a sideways trend, that's um the fsc index over in shanghai so they've been trading sideways for for a number of months now however they then just had a small slip of about five percent between march 5th to the 8th um is that point that was being expected or is, was that unusual
1: well see the, the the whole global market has dropped so we've seen we've seen this sort of drop across uh, all markets so was it wasn't expected? Yeah, it's expected because once you look at China, China's dropped what, 21%. We have the likes of the US market has dropped and fifteen to twelve percent. So it's following the same trend. The one that's that's booking the trend at the minute is the European stocks. The European stocks haven't dropped or they haven't gone up. So is this a normal is this a normal drop in the market at the moment? Yes, it is. It's to be expected. And the ones that are not, they're not following those rules uh would be would be europe at the minute so just watch this space and we'll see whether europe will follow suit or whether they will kick on and then see if the markets if we get out of this sort of pullback because a lot of people are talking about the NSA's are having a crash at the present moment they're only down 12 so which means then this is this is a correction at the minute so time will tell. okay well
0: let's move on to topic two then which is the crypto cardano so why has it been making the news recently
1: They've been one of the real big winners because of XRP and the and the problems that they're having because XRP was the was the second biggest cryptocurrency out there and what's happened is anyone who was thinking of investing in there a lot of original investors are in there already now have pulled out of that market and have looked for all kinds because. The likes of Bitcoin, you either like it or you don't. And if you're someone who was in the likes of XRP or some of the altcoins, you generally don't jump into Bitcoin. You look at them and go, well, I understand it, but I think there's better value somewhere else. And one of the ones that has really, really worked out is the likes of Cardana, And the, the the big thing with Cardano this year is it has taken off and it has had a great year this year so far. So in 2021 so far, it's up 730%. So out of the, out of this, this has been the big, big winner so far this year.
0: Bitcoin has been leading the surge over the last year. As you'd say, it's gone over the $50,000 mark. Is that something that investors are thinking about with Cardano? Has it got room for growth or is this likely to be at peak?
1: If we look at a little bit, you have, you have, it's, it's, it's number three in the, in the biggest currency, um, by market cap. So it has a pretty, pretty good run. If you look at the beginning of the year or beginning of this run from the, from the bottom. It's up six thousand seven hundred percent from the lows of twenty twenty, so which has had a massive bull run, and it's it's pretty easy to understand why it is now it is now jumped. Now, one of the things that happens is the reasons that it jumped is one because it jumped onto the coattails of, of, of Bitcoin, because. We all know Bitcoin is, is the is the most well-known cryptocurrency. So when that takes off, generally the other cryptocurrencies take off. So that it doesn't matter how negative or someone is about Bitcoin. No, 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 it didn't help, but it didn't help. But it, it builds awareness about these cryptocurrencies. And then what happens is people look at the likes of Bitcoin, which is at 54 grand now, which means that it's too expensive to invest in it, where then the likes of Cardano, Card- 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 they, they are becoming massively appealing then for people. Then what's after happened is most recently, they had their upgrade. Now, their upgrade was called Mary. <laughs> this is something that I had to check twice gone. W- was that in May or was that Mary? <laughs> and uh, so their upgrade, Mary, was also a massive, a massive thing for them because it just means that they are now able to diversify. They, they become more efficient. They're supporting stable coins like Tether Now, Mary will make uh, Cardano one of a multi-asset network similar to Ethereum, and they're introducing use use cases and features which enable users to create tokens. So this has been a big, big thing with the likes of um, Cardano, and it means then that over the last year we've had a huge bull run on it, and they're the two main defining factors as well. Three, one with XRP, one with the likes of crypto, with the likes of Bitcoin, and then three with the likes of Mary being added or being upgraded.
0: I always find it interesting that the, the data from Google Trends reveals that over the last kind of few weeks, it's actually hit a record le- level of people searching for it and actually trying to understand what it is. Because that's all, always a bit of a danger, isn't it, with cryptos, is that people are jumping in because of the price and not actually understanding what exactly it is.
1: There is a massive correlation between the the, the Google searches of, of of what it is and and people investing in it. Now, I'm I'm someone who is a trader. I will invest in stuff that makes sense to me. So I'm not going to be an investor in the likes of cryptocurrencies. I'll be a trader. I see a bull run. I see a technical trade, and then I jump in on it. Now, if I want to become an investor in something, I then need to know what it is. I need to know how it works. I need to know where it's going to be used in the future. And that's the difference. So you have a lot of people who are looking to jump into cryptos and be a long-term investor. And that's and that's why you have the likes of the Google searches. That's why you have it now hitting it, its all-time market cap. It's had a little bit of a pullback now. So it has had a, a nice run. But one of the things that we've seen with the likes of these upgrades on the likes of the cryptocurrencies is that a lot of them have a bull run once these upgrades are inaugurated, once they're brought into the the market. And what happens then is shortly afterwards, they have a big drop again. They go back to where they were actually before the, the upgrade was brought in. So now the difference when this one is, is that we've now had a bull run. We've on, on the likes of Bitcoin. We now have the market is already in this upward trajectory. So will this bull run continue? or will this will this drop back like most currency or most cryptos once the once the actual use case is finished once the once the hullabaloo dies down a little bit only time will tell
0: you're just looking at the price then what, what are the key indicators of when you should get into the market or exit
1: well see the one of the key things with we're trading is is that we first have a trend and if we look at the likes of cardano we have a massive trend. Then what we have to do is we have to mate, wait for a, a pullback, and it has to come back to either a horizontal level or a trend line. And we actually are hitting a hor- we hit a horizontal level about two days ago on the likes of Cardana, or something that cryptocurrencies massively respect. Are the likes of pennants, the likes of head and shoulders, the likes of triangles. And um, all that sort of stuff, that's something that, that cryptocurrencies massively respect or respond to. Uh, it seems to be a lot of traders are using the likes of those indicators or, or chart patterns. So as traders, we love patterns and they're, they're the kind of patterns that are that are always showing up in the likes of the cryptocurrency world. So um, we have a horizontal level. We've had the pullback. And it's now whether you think it's worth investing uh, or not.
0: Well, let's move on to topic three then, which is oil. You're looking chirpy
1: right now, so I presume that means that it's uh, it's doing well at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's it. I'm I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy. I've I've gone through a little bit of emotional rollercoaster with oil. <laughs> um, my first reason for getting in was uh, look, oil had dropped. It had hit uh, what had gone into minus minus dollars, and it slowly started going up. So the bull run had started. Then we had Donald Trump come out with a tweet, and I tell people never to trade on. Uh, on the likes of um, stuff that comes out in the news and stuff like that. But Donald Trump came out with a tweet and said they were going to stop producing more barrels of oil. and, And I dived in and I was in, I've been in oil for the last six months or eight months now. And then once we went into the second lockdown, oil then slowly started to depreciate. I actually started shorting oil. So I still had my long position. I started shorting it to hedge it. And it started dropping down, it hit the hit an all-time low or not not an all-time low, but it hit a double bottom on the likes of the stocks that I had. And then it slowly turned. And from that turn, then it is now just on a an upward trajectory. It's it's had a huge spike. And I think my oil positions now are nearly. Just under two hundred percent up from my first uh, entry in it. So yeah, I'm pretty, pretty, pretty chirpy with it at the present moment, and oil uh, seems to be looking like it's going on from strength to strength at the moment because of because of OPEC and OPEC are are, are making me very happy at the minute.
0: for those who don't know what OPEC is that is the organisation of petroleum exporting countries it's effectively an intergovernmental organisation which controls the oil demand supply market Um, so what have they done exactly to make you happy
1: Well, what they've done is they, they had an announcement that was a couple of was a couple of days ago. So what they've said is they're not going to produce more barrels of oil a day. So why is that good and why is that bad? Well, first thing first, it's it's negative because the companies, the oil companies, are still not making money because they're they're not producing more barrels of oil. That's 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 the first. That's the negative thing about it. But the positive thing about it is that also. They're not producing more barrels of oil, which means then that the demand that's there is not being met. But we we had a we talked about this massively over the last year, whereas that there was so much of an oversupply of oil that all the tankers and all the all the all the people who buy it in bulk have bought it because it was so cheap, and they are just slowly starting to use up the surplus that they have. So what what OPEC have done is I said, look, we'll continue as it is. And what we'll do is we'll, we'll let the, the surplus decrease. But what's happening then is, is that the price of oil is continuously going up. So it's continuously rising and it, it has gone on from strength to strength. So they're, they're, doing, they're doing an awful lot to, to push the price of oil up. And it's, it seems to be working.
0: Another thing which happened recently was, um, as a consequence of kind of the recent hostilities in the Middle East, the Saudi Arabian um, oil facility uh, actually came under drone and missile attack, didn't it? And a storage tank in Ras Sorry if I got that <laughs> pronunciation wrong of that uh, <laughs> in that town, um, but that's effectively the world's largest crude terminal was targeted. It was something that the Saudis say didn't have any impact, but considering that terminal was capable of exporting about 6.5 million barrels a day, which is nearly 7% of global oil demands, would have had some effect on the
1: price, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. And And then again, it's the global demand at the minute is massively down. So it doesn't take a whole lot of, of oil to be targeted and, and hit with the likes of the drone attacks and, and upset to, to actually stop the production there. So I again, yes, it would have affected it. Now and it affected it like I expected affected. So we had we actually had a drop over the last couple of days. So we had a we had a little bit of a negative effect on this. So we have a really, really nice trend line on the likes of oil at the present moment. And if you're on the daily chart and draw a trend line underneath it, it's the, the chart is nicely coming back towards a trend line. We're we're about fifty percent away from it. So the likes of the likes of this drawn attack would have helped me in that sense is that people are like oh no this is not good and the market will drop a little bit but then the long term is that if, if they can't produce the same amount of oil then you would expect oil to continue increasing so it it's good for the shareholders it's not good for the people who own the oil the Saudis <laughs> it's not good for the, the people who own that because all of a sudden they have massive damage or out of pocket and it's not something that has, has benefited them in any way shape or form but with the oil price I would expect expect this to to continue rising if and when um, it's up and back and running, if they stick to this plan of action that OPEC has put in place for them.
0: So If we look at the share price, so since the start of the year, it's risen about 35%. um, It's actually at a 14-month high at the moment with kind of value similar to what they were (laughs) pre-pandemic. So that's on the oil as in the commodity. But what about companies who are, who are actually selling it you know the likes of bp shell etc how, how are they doing
1: now see this is this is a funny one and this is this is the this is the thing that i have with the likes of those at the moment is that their air price have all now steadily mirrored mirrored the, the the actual chart on ielts so like you said that the beginning of the year it's up 31 percent if you have a look from the bottom of november so when the vaccine was announced from november this has been in a steady upward trajectory there's no there's been no real pullback per se on this if we look at it and if we look at the likes of oxy while the world of shell any of those any of those um oil stocks they have done the very very same the trajectory has been really good it's been going up but the problem is, is they're not producing any more oil, which means then that the the companies are not making money why because they're not selling enough oil to be to have a turnover. Now, obviously, they have cut down the costs. Obviously, they've probably put um, some money into solar energy, sustainable energy, wind power energy, and there's been a big focus on that over the last over the last year. But again, from oil, the bread and butter. It still hasn't it still hasn't uh, they're not making money so for instance oxy has one fracking drill going that had 21 before the pre-pandemic so and that's the and that's the the, the problem now yes they are getting more per barrel of oil at the moment so that has sort of stopped the the, the bleeding a little bit but once they the queue the next q report comes out i would expect these to take a little bit of a tumble because these are on a, a nice sustainable, uh, unsustainable jump at the moment. But I would assume the next, the next new earnings report come out. So I would expect all of these to have a pretty big correction and then potentially take off from there again. But only time will tell.
0: Great. Well, that's it for this week's podcast. Before we wrap it up, is there anything else that people should be keeping an eye on this week?
1: Well, this week we have had uh, the, the currencies are, are doing really, really well at the moment. We have the likes of the Nasdaq, the S and P, the Dow, stuff like that. There, they're having are having a, a little bit of a pullback. The market is having a global a global correction. But the likes of GDP and the likes of US dollar, US dollar was strong for about a week or so, and now it looks like it's about to turn a little bit weaker again. You've had a huge drop on the likes of the likes of gold. You've had silver dropping as well. So the market, other than, other than stocks, is doing extremely well. And there's loads of opportunities sort of in the currency market and the likes of the cryptos outside of stocks. So, yeah, anyone who is trading the likes of uh, the markets at the minute, diversify into other other assets, and there's loads of opportunity to trade at the moment.
0: Lovely. Okay. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to this week's podcast. You can learn more about the markets on Henry's weekly webinar, which you can find by going onto Google and typing in the Trading School. We look forward to catching you next week. Thank you very much. Thank you. You've been listening to Digest and Invest by eToro. For more information, visit
1: eToro.com.